Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And you know what got me started? What made sure my voice got out there? It was Anchor. And why did I choose Anchor to host my podcast? Well, easy. It was free. And they have all these amazing tools built right into the app. So it's really easy to get started and get your voice out there. And the best part, they make sure to distribute your podcast everywhere it needs to go. Like Apple, Google, Spotify, and so much more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Muslim with Freeney. Episode 2, The Hate You Give. It has been just over a year since I started hijab. My reasons why, I'll save for a future episode. A definite change I have noticed since starting is how people behave around me, especially non-Muslims. I have had snide remarks said behind my back in loud whispers so I could definitely hear. I have had stares that make me uncomfortable. And recently I even had a gun pointed my way at an event and I was fearful. So basically, my anxiety level has hit critical mass. But what I wonder is, what did I ever do to you? I think of myself as a generally nice person. I do my best to be polite. I say hello to my neighbors and pay my taxes. I do my best. But why is there so much negativity? To all those listening, how many of you know an actual Muslim? Do you know at least 10, 4, or even 1? Or perhaps you don't know any at all. Maybe because you're scared of them. Or you think they're weird or strange. In general, most Americans don't actually know a Muslim, so their insight is coming from third-party sources, mainly the news. Nowadays, most people get their information from social media, where interesting algorithms make sure the fires of disdain are constantly stoked. But even still, why do so many Americans have a bad impression of Muslims? That is what I want to talk about today. Well, one reason could be that generally the media tends to focus on negative events and issues because, as they say, no news is good news, right? Sensationalism and hype is the way news sells, since it attracts an audience. Hell, I have been glued to the TV, switching between multiple channels when breaking news is happening. Unfortunately, the majority of stories about Muslims on the news are about violence and terrorism. It is rare to see stories about the everyday lives of Muslims who are ordinary people, at work or in school, let alone positive stories about the contributions of American Muslims. For example, do any of you know about a grassroots organization called Who is Hussein. It started in England and has chapters all over the world, whose core message is to spread the teachings of Hussein ibn Ali and do social work for the betterment of society. Did you know this organization has a chapter in Dallas, which donated $10,000 to the city of Houston post-Hurricane Harvey? Or when Islamic Relief USA, another nonprofit, helped those affected by the California wildfires last year, regardless of religion? There are so many other examples of similar organizations doing good deeds like the ones I just listed, but very few make it to the mainstream news. How will others know about it if it is not reported? I was at a Who's Who's Hand event uh, just this last year in which they were talking about immigration rights and the news media was there. They did a whole interview but didn't air it that evening. We all watched and were waiting for the interview. It never came. Historically, if a violent act is committed by a Muslim, then the media will devote four times as much attention to the event, examining and dissecting it ten different ways, 
They will keep presenting different angles throughout the day and by the end you are mentally and physically fatigued. More often than not, at that point you will believe anything. This gives the bulk of media attention to fringe terrorist groups like ISIS and in turn unfairly paints an entire religion in the most negative light. In addition, the media often misinterprets any action committed by a Muslim as a reflection of his or her religion, when the person's motivation may have more to do with politics, economics, personal background, culture, or any number of other factors. Not everything is about religion. In fact, it is a blatant misinterpretation of religion that causes suppressed Muslims around the world to partake in any heinous act. Time for a story. A couple of years ago, I went to a church in North Texas as part of an interfaith group to talk about Islam. They had requested that a Muslim and a Jew come and answer questions about their respective faiths because their congregation was curious and had a lot of questions. I won't lie. I was nervous as hell. But I said yes because no one else wanted to go. I have said before, I am in no way an expert. But at the time, I thought if not a single Muslim went, it would be an opportunity lost. I was also afraid at what I may face and how I may be treated. This was only my second year in Texas and along the road to the church there were signs claiming guns welcome here and God, guns and country. They scare you when you're new here. Now to put into context, I went wearing regular streetwear, jeans, t-shirt and a cardigan. At the time I was not observing hijab so I looked like anybody else. The icing on the anxiety cake was that since my husband was on call, I had my two sons with me who were six and four at the time. We entered the church and were welcomed warmly. One of the members even opened up the daycare so that my boys could have a place to play and mostly stay out of the way. We mingled for a few moments and then were seated up front. Introductions were made, name pronunciations were corrected, and then we commenced the program, which is set up like any basic Q&A. People raised their hands and asked a question. So would you like to hazard a guess as to what my first question was? I am sure you already have an idea. It was, I don't mean to be rude, and please don't answer if this makes you uncomfortable. But do you hate America? Hold the phone. I took a deep breath just to collect my thoughts and prayed for the right words to come. It was not an unexpected question per se. But I was taken aback just a bit. I squared my shoulders, took a deep breath, plastered a smile and said, Absolutely not. This is my home. My family lives here. I got married and had my babies here. This is home and I cannot see myself any." Where else? After I got through the first question, I thought, Phew, well, how much harder could it get? For the next 53 minutes, I was timing it. Even though my Jewish friend fielded a few basic questions, I felt like I was in the Spanish Inquisition. I was on trial, front and center. I was bombarded with questions, many I had answers for and plenty that were new to me. I was asked about viewpoints that I never really thought about. For example, are women oppressed? Is it true that adults can marry kids? Do you feel physical pain if you eat pork? Are you beaten for speaking up? Is Sharia law coming to America? And there were so many more, so many that by the end of the session, the moderator felt bad and decided that we were done. And these are all valid questions. They're not wrong questions. You are allowed to ask them. It was just too much at that point. I was grateful that my kids were in a separate room and didn't see me looking so dazed. Before I could take a seat and find relief, an elderly gentleman raised his hand and said, he had one last question. He pleaded with the moderator to let him ask it. After checking with me if I was okay to continue, this question stood out to be the most, and I can still recall it with absolute cl and I can still recall it with absolute clarity. Ma'am, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Remember, this is Texas. So my next answer had to be very well thought out and delivered with panache. With a conviction I knew was true, I responded, 
I am so grateful you asked this question. It is not one that people ask often. Jesus, or the Arabic name for him, Isa, is a prophet of God as much as Muhammad is. We love, honor, and respect him. The only difference is we do not believe he is the son of God, because in our faith, God cannot have children. But Isa is revered and as holy as any other prophet. Pin, drop, silence. As my words were processed, and then there was tentative applause. I breathed a sigh of relief and was to my surprise at the receiving end of many high fives, hugs, and smiles and thumbs up. The air was light and it was joyful. I am so grateful for this experience because for many in that room, this was the first time, maybe their last time, that they ever spoke to a Muslim. And because of the setting and approachability I displayed, the room felt at ease to ask away. I have been invited back a few times. Some folks even have my contact and reach out with questions from time to time. There are plenty of questions I do not have answers for, but I do my best to find the answers. I will reach out to our local imams and maulanas and spiritual leaders and say, hey, I have a question from someone. Can you help me? In that church in Texas, something beautiful happened. A bridge was built. Tentative understanding was created. Why am I telling you this story? Well, if you are a Muslim, let me tell you what I learned from this experience. Be available. Be patient. Answer as best as you can. Don't make stuff up. If you don't know the answer, and you may not, just find out. Say, hey, I'm going to put a pin in that. Let me get back to you. And before you answer or make yourself available, build some courage and be ready to, take, build some courage and be ready to get asked very difficult questions. If you are a non-Muslim, don't believe the media. Please don't. Or whatever you read online, find a Muslim. There's over a billion of us, you know. Contact me if I'm the only resource you feel comfortable reaching out to. If we all follow this method, we can all contribute to combating the negativity. We can all hold hands and build bridges. Thank you for listening. Take care. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at M3Freeny. That's M3FREENI. Email us at m3freeny at gmail.com